A little over a year ago, just before Christmas at the end of 2021, I was preparing to fly back to the UK. At that point, I had been in Japan for three and a half years. Three and a half years without leaving. Previously, the longest I had ever been away from home was six weeks. I did six weeks basic training in the army, and I did six weeks practicing Muay Thai in Thailand. Now I'd spent three and a half years in Japan without returning to the UK. As I got on the plane to fly back, I sat down and I decided to open my journal, have a little look at some of the notes in there, and the very first passage I found jumped out at me. It was so perfect for the situation I found myself in. It read, No man ever steps in the same river twice. For it's not the same river, and he is not the same man. Heraclitus. Flying back to the UK after more than three years living abroad, living in Tokyo, living in Yamanashi, I left the UK an eligible bachelor, and I returned a married man. Not to mention we'd had three years of COVID, and at that point the UK was just dropping the last of its restrictions. I was not the same person returning to the UK. When I landed, I found that the UK was not the same country I had left. Honestly, it was such a surreal experience. Immediately, just driving back from the airport, driving along the motorway, driving through those typical southern British towns surrounding London, part of me felt like it was so familiar but at the same time, it all felt very alien and strange. I've never experienced anything like it before. Once back at my parents' house, I was sleeping on a mattress on the floor of what was once my old bedroom more than 10 years earlier. Now it's my mother's sewing room. And you know what? It was the craziest thing. That room is east-facing, so in the morning you can see a nice sunrise and every single day I would wake up, open the curtains, and bask in that morning sun. I was taking photos and sending them to people. Wow, look at this beautiful sunrise. And I was doing that every single morning. The crazy thing is that when I was a teenager, in my early mid-teens, sleeping in that very same room, not once did I ever open up the curtains in the morning and actually look at the sunrise. Not once, not one single time. But here I was every single day marveling at the beauty of the view from that very same window. The trees, the sunrise, the clouds, the light, the humidity, everything was just so perfect. It also helps that I took my wife with me back to the UK. She's been to the UK before when she was younger as a tourist, but here she was able to stay for much longer outside London, experiencing the real side of Britain. So having her there was really good for me because I could show her around, show her around my hometown, where I grew up, introduce her to all these old familiar places for me. So in doing that, it really forced me to retread a lot of old footsteps and to focus on a lot of details that I would normally overlook. 
It's almost as if I was able to relive it through her eyes. And you know what? It's funny. The very first day we went out, we got up early in the morning and we walked into town and we passed, we walked past this house, totally normal house, exactly the same as dozens around it. But my wife took out her camera and took a photo of this wall. Again, totally normal wall, absolutely featureless, nothing notable about it, not even a window on it. But it was interesting to her because it's a real red brick wall. And in Japan, there are exactly zero houses built from brick like we have in the UK. It was a little surreal having my wife standing there taking a photo of a completely featureless brick wall, as if there was some invisible painting on it only we could see. But that's a good example of how you take certain things completely for granted. And it's only when you have that shift in perspective that you notice a difference. No man ever steps in the same river twice, for it is not the same river and he is not the same man. While we were staying there in the UK at my parents' house, we would often go for little walks just around the local streets, go down to the corner shop, get a sandwich or something. Again, as a teenager living with my parents, when did I ever go for an aimless walk? Absolutely never. But now I really enjoyed it, wandering around, breathing in the atmosphere, England, my hometown. Since I left my parents' house in 2015, before I moved to Japan, I was living with friends in Manchester for three years. And that was when I began studying philosophy, practicing meditation, and that really had a profound effect on how I view my environment. That, really, that just doesn't go far enough. My study of philosophy, meditation, religion, psychology has completely changed my understanding of myself, my surroundings, reality. My entire life has changed utterly. As a teenager, as a child growing up in Hertfordshire, not having really experienced anything else, I guess like most children, you don't really have much clarity in viewing your environment. You can't. You're just lost in your own drama, thinking about the people and the situations you're involved in. But now, having had the experiences I have, having removed myself from my own ego, seeing more of the world, understanding more about the truth of reality, I am able to view my hometown with more of an objective clarity, seeing the simplicity of things. I know certain people, friends of mine, acquaintances, who in the last decade, in the last 10, 11, 12 years, they have not changed at all. They still live with their parents, still work in the same old job, still doing the same old routine. And look, I'm not criticizing anyone for living with their parents, not in this housing market. That's not the point of what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that some people throughout the entirety of their 20s and beyond simply do not change. Why are some people like that? Comfort, a lack of ambition, fear... It's different for everyone and it's a complex issue, but what is important to consider is not only their internal motivations toward changing or remaining the same, 
but also the external factors that can trap a person within their current situation. I can think of one person in particular as a prime example. As far as I'm aware, he still lives with his parents. And last time I spoke to him, he was still working at the same job he has had his entire adult life. He has this job in a big department store. Last time I spoke to him, he was complaining about how, despite having worked there for over a decade, despite having a better understanding of that place than any of the people around him, he was still on one of the lowest pay brackets at his job. And when he talked about this, he was complaining, but he kind of had this, oh, well, I can't do anything about that kind of attitude. It reminds me of the passage from the Bible, Mark 6, 4. A prophet is not without honor, except in his own town, among his relatives, and in his own home. Those people at his job, the people around him, clearly don't respect him. And in that position, despite having the experience and the knowledge he does, he isn't being promoted. He isn't being given any greater responsibility because they have an image of who they think he is. And that's not really going to change much over time. A prophet is never a prophet in his hometown. The people you grew up with, they know you as a certain person. They have that image of you and it is fixed. It will take a lot to shift the perspective of someone that's known you since you were a child or a teenager. When I was a teenager, I was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> My older brother and sister didn't really set a good example for me, and we did not have a healthy relationship. And my parents, well, they had their hands full, but it could be argued that they could have done a better job of things also. Point is, when I was a teenager, I was a very angry, very confrontational, upset, unhappy individual. So the people I went to school with, the people I grew up with, that's the person they know of me. That's the image they have of me. But that's not the person I am anymore. Personally, I have changed so much over the last 10 plus years. All the things I've done, the places I've been, the experiences I have had, the people I've met, the study, the practice, traveling to new places, meeting new people, placing myself in new environments. This is what has enabled me to change so radically as a person. My experience practicing martial arts, training in the army, studying in temples, living abroad, the old me is dead and gone. A new person stands before you now. And that became very apparent to me when I traveled back to the UK for the first time in over three years and staying at my parents' house for the first time in over six years. Going back to that old environment, it became very clear how I had changed through my interaction with not only my surroundings, but also my own family. I'm traveling back to the UK again in April, going to stay there for another three months. But I wonder, if I were to meet some of my old school friends now, what would that be like? I'm sure many of them have also changed, and I'm sure some of them have not. That's how people are. 
But whether they've changed or not, I know one thing for sure, I certainly have. So I ask you, the listener, what are you able to do to change your environment and grant yourself the space to grow and to expand and change? I know it may not be entirely feasible or practical to move to a completely new area or the other side of the world as I have, and you may not even want to. I love my hometown. It's a great place. I get it if you want to stay near home. But you need to understand that for better or worse, the people around you that you have known for a long time, they will continue to treat you the same. And when they have a certain idea of who they think you are, they will project that ego onto you, which makes it very difficult to change your habits, your routines and your characteristics if that's what you are trying to do. If you want to radically change who you are as a person, it will be extremely hard to do when you stay around the same people who've known you your whole life. And as long as you stay in one place, it will be very difficult to broaden your perspective, to understand the world around you, your own environment, and even yourself without experiencing totally new places, new cultures, and mindsets. If you're young, maybe you're in your early 20s, you don't have kids, you don't have any serious responsibilities, honestly, you need to use that time. Go somewhere, do something, go abroad, practice something, join new groups, meet new people. You don't realize how much your perspective can change until it does. I know having a routine is comfortable, it can feel safe, but life has so much more to offer than that. When I was living in the UK, I knew some people in their early 20s who worked basic minimum wage jobs, but these kids were still living with their parents. So you'd think they'd have a lot of disposable income, but I swear to God, it was the same thing with them every month. The last couple of weeks of each month, they'd always complain, oh, I'm skint, I've got no money, I'm broke. Then they'd have their payday and without exception, every single one of them would go on a huge night out acting like they've just won the lottery. Then they'd go online and buy a load of new clothes, new TV, whatever. Then the last two weeks, they'd be scraping until the next payday. To say they were living paycheck to paycheck simply wasn't true because they wouldn't even last that long. It just blows my mind how these kids are wasting such an incredible opportunity because even though they were on minimum wage, they were working regularly, saving money, but they just blow it every single month on meaningless shit. If that's you, if you are still living with your parents and you have a job, any job, if you're earning money and you have the opportunity to save it, please, I beg you, just don't spend any unnecessary money for six months, one year. The money you will save, you can go anywhere in the world, do anything. And I promise you that it will be more fulfilling than getting pissed on a Friday night and buying another pair of trainers. It may just change your life forever. I wanted to share with you my experience today because it really was profound. That 
eerie shift of perspective I felt returning to the UK after such a long time, in which everything feels so familiar and yet so foreign at the same time. It really highlighted to me how much I have changed, and I'm glad for it. Returning to the UK last year, I was actually anticipating a lot more conflict for various reasons, but none of it happened. Not because the events I was expecting didn't happen, they did. Everything I anticipated happened exactly as I expected it to, but there wasn't the same conflict that I was expecting because of the way I reacted to it. The way I handled it was different. It showed my own experience in handling difficult situations, conflict resolution. I have changed a lot and it makes me happy to see that. And I'm excited because I know if I maintain this effort, if I keep studying, keep practicing, continuing to move forward, how much more can I change in the next 10, 20 years? No man ever steps in the same river twice, for it is not the same river, and he is not the same man. Thank you, as always, for listening. I hope you found my musings interesting. It really is a strange world we live in. Exciting, though. You may be aware that my son was born last year at the end of November, so you can imagine I have been quite busy. I also joined an MMA gym in January, so I'm back hitting the pads, sparring with pros, training hard. I've got a lot of exciting things planned this year. I'm planning on competing in some amateur fights in the very near future, but more on that another time. Very busy. But you know, that's life, always pursuing something, always moving forward. I wouldn't have it any other way. And I hope you're doing the same. If you'd like to know more about the practices and systems I have applied to achieve this change in my life, please consider buying a copy of my book, The Marshall Method. You can get it in paperback on Amazon, or if you check out Gumroad, you'll also get the audiobook alongside your digital copy. Enter the code become the way, all lowercase, all one word, to get 20% off your Gumroad purchase. Links to everything can be found on budo.card.co, that's B-U-D-O dot C-A-R-R-D dot C-O, or on Twitter, at WayBudo. My name is Lewis, and you have been listening to Budo, the Marshall Way. Stay strong, keep moving forward. With your sights aimed forever upward, for those on the way become the way.